Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Green Pole Podcast. I'm Dan Crawford, the editor of Hammy End. And given that we've had a few setbacks in putting together our our team for this weekend's preview of the match against Tottenham Hotspur on Monday night, I've had to call on one of our super subs. It's Joe Gunning, uh, our very own Tom Kearney, if you will, who's come off the bench to talk to us live from university uh, in yep. Joe, how are you, my friend? Um, I'm honoured to be to be called Tom Kearney, to be compared to to the man himself. But I'm good. I'm um, first day back at university, settling back in, getting ready to go to the pub to watch Fulham versus Spurs, picking out where to go. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. So you said to me that you're at university in Cardiff. You've not yet, no, you've not yet met another Fulham fan in Cardiff, and you've been there for a no. term. So, and I'll tell you what the team that I've met the most fans from. I don't know how it's QPR. Well, there's no swearing on this podcast, so we're in trouble already here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, okay. I mean that. I mean, look, that makes sense to me because every time I find a supporter of that particular team, they're usually anywhere but Loftus Road. Okay, they've got they've got good <laughs> yeah. reason for why they're not at the match. So that tracks. But what I want is for the very strong Welsh Fulham fan base to get in touch with Joe as a result of this podcast, so that he's got someone to yeah. uh, celebrate this great season with. Now, related to that, Joe, you've been on the podcast before, but whoever it was, the Muppets who were who were talking with you didn't do what I asked them to do, which was to let, to let you tell your Fulham story, because the story of how you became a Fulham fan is a little bit different to the conventional one, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a rocky road. So um, tell us what so, happened, mate. Yeah, so when I was eight, I was roped into supporting supporting the cottages by my dad. Um, brought me to my first game. It was Fulham versus Wigan. And that was in the 10-11 season, I'm pretty sure. Um, and we won. So it was, it was a good first game and I absolutely loved it. Um, so then the next season for 11-12, my dad bought us both season tickets and we had season tickets for two seasons. Um, but then we actually moved abroad to um, Qatar, which is, of course, a very relevant relevant place at the moment. Um, and we lived in Qatar for five years. But during those five years was when Fulham were in the trenches a little bit, struggling in the championship. And um, at the age I was at, it was quite hard to properly follow Fulham in Qatar when we're in the championship impossible to find the games um so I kind of I fell out with it a little bit um but then we moved to Singapore and we lived in Singapore for five years as well and in Singapore I got right back into it super passionate I'd stay up until 4am to watch the games consistently um super into it and then moved back to the UK a few years ago now for the uh, unfortunate Scott Parker relegation season as the first season oh, back. Oh no! But I know it wasn't. It wasn't a good welcome back in the lockdown season as well. No. But um, since then, everything's been on the up, and it looks like it's going to continue on the up. Yeah, and so being in Cardiff as opposed to London is is quite easy to deal with when you've been all over the world trying to follow Fulham in various different times. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, when you have to stay up till four AM to watch Fulham lose to like Hull City, that's when, that's when you really have to question your sanity. 
<laughs> yeah, well, we've all been there, mate. But uh, we, we, we've got you. And what I wanted to to start with then was your you, you touched on it being a really successful period. What are your thoughts on this season uh, and how it's going? Has it surprised you how well we've done? I mean, I, I, I'd love to say that I saw us doing super well. And I did outwardly, I told all my friends, oh, we're staying up, we're staying up. You've got to believe, trust in Marco Silva. But inside, I think all of us a little bit were nervous for the season. And um, I found myself the other day becoming nervous for next season and thinking, oh, second season. And I'm just getting so ahead of myself <laughs> already, thinking about the next season because I'm just so confident. I think we all are that we're going to stay up this season. I don't want to touch wood, of course, but... Um, I mean, we've just done fantastic. And I think I attribute most of that to Marco Silva. Um, he's, he's fantastic, isn't he? Well, he's just a genius, isn't he? I mean, as the song goes, right? Yeah. I mean, but, how um, he's managed to magic up some of the performances from some of the players who we were all a bit worried about playing in the Premier League. I mean, yeah. well, you can run through them, I'm sure. But oh, yeah. we're, we're doing Tim especially. Well, yeah. absolutely, Tim Ream. And Bobby Deckel-Dover-Reed goes from being Cafu at right back to, you know, <laughs> I don't know, a reincarnated Damien Duff. And it's remarkable, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, these are players that um, Scott Parker had at his disposal when we were last in the Premier League. I mean, there is, there's so many of them. I mean, Tosin, Harrison Reed, people that start for us still, Anthony Robinson. And you think, wow, like we had everything we needed back then. I mean, we had loads of other players who were good for us. I mean, Adam Ola-Luckman, second top scorer in Serie A right now. Um, Wacky Manderson, like these class players that we just couldn't do anything with. And I mean, looking back now, the fact that we benched Mitrovic for Ivan Cavalera and Josh Madger is astonishing. Don't, mate. You're going to send me back into therapy and I've paid enough to <laughs> yeah. have that whole Scott Parker experience completely wiped from my brain. Um uh, and unfortunately, he seems to be doing the same at Club Rouge, um, yeah. dropping, the, dropping a top scorer and 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 losing a one 0 lead, uh, and dropping Dennis. Yeah, we've Adoy got to start well. a um, yeah, we've got to start a hashtag Save Dennis Adoy campaign. I think we've got to start Bring a support group, a support group like Scott yeah. Parker Anonymous or something. You know, just to <laughs> get everyone else through the pain and suffering and torment that we we've all experienced. But anyway. Enough of the past. Um, you've, you've touched on um, how well we've done uh, and, and you're feeling confident. I mean, does that confidence go to sort of checking that your passport's in date? I mean, are we there yet? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, living, on, I'm living on student finance, but uh, if, we, if we do make it to Europe, I will be, I will be getting the passport out, getting the, getting the student finance money Mate. to good use. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, I don't even know if we've got an Erasmus scheme anymore, but the year abroad's starting to look a bit tempting, isn't it? Yeah, I'll have to miss a few meals to, to save up the money. <laughs> well, we can start the crowd I think there'll be a few of us, given that there's a cost of living crisis. Yeah. Yeah, um, of course. But uh, no, uh, and we joke about it, but we are, I do have to pinch myself, we are sixth in the table. And as we're talking... We're talking after Saturday's results from the from the Premier League. 
and the results have fallen reasonably for us. I mean, we could be in the Champions mm-hmm. League spots if we beat Tottenham. And I think someone's I mean, going to yeah, wake we... me up in a minute. I think I think we go fifth if we if we beat Spurs, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so maybe not quite the Champions nearly Champions League, League. But you know, just that's, say that's, that's next. That's, that's after we beat Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and, and it's speaking fantastic. of go on, sorry. It's fantastic. I was going to say. Yeah. It's I mean, it was before the the last Europa League run. Obviously, with Roy Hodgson was the season before I got taken to my first Fulham game. So um, I didn't. I wasn't able to properly appreciate it. And I feel like I missed out on that like key chapter of being a Fulham fan, getting to witness that amazing European run. So I'm I'm so, so hopeful. Yeah, and I feel like if it's not this season to get into Europe, and I don't, you know, you are right. The, the, the second season syndrome is a real thing. Um, we do, you know, there is the opportunity for Marco Silva if he stays at Craven Cottage because, you know, a lot of clubs will be looking for new managers at the end of the season. And, you know, he's done remarkably well so far. Should he stay, he can build something very special. And there's potential to build, uh, to put our football club back on the platform that we, we squandered really after the Europa League final. I just want to move it on slightly a touch to talk about the game on, on Monday night. How confident mm-hmm. are you going into a game against Tottenham? Because Tottenham are, well, Spurs are being a bit Spurs at the moment, aren't they? I mean, They are being a little bit Spursy. Yeah. How, mean, how are you feeling about the game on Monday night? Well, I had a, I had a little browse uh, just before I came on here and I looked at our league record against Spurs and we've beaten them I think twice in the league in the last 15 years which isn't a good omen but hey I mean Chelsea record was not good against them and I've sworn again that's that's, uh, no, that's yeah, at least you're me, admitting but... to at least you're admitting to it look the fines are yeah, going to be um, let me let me just say on this because no everyone's reference fines and there's not been any the Fulham Foundation are going to get a sizable donation from the Hammy End team because people are unable to in my house I was not allowed to swear, which is why I'm such a lunatic at football. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the logical extension to being polite is not uh, naming the teams that other locals are unfortunate enough to follow. Um, so my my rule is that the Fulham Foundation is going to benefit from all your potty mounds. Anyway, yeah. ca- ca- carry on, Joe, perhaps in future from refraining from, from naming that team. Refraining from that sort of language. But yeah. um, I think if we were to beat Spurs at any point soon, it's now, isn't it? I mean, we've got we've got so much. We've got such a good team. The I love how happy everyone is. I saw a video of um, Mitrovic reacting to Vinicius's winning goal, and he was so visibly happy for Vinicius. And the team, the togetherness is fantastic. And I do think that we've got a, we've got a chance to take three points. And isn't the reason why we've got a chance that we now have a manager who encourages his players to attack the opposition rather than worry about what the opposition's going to do to them? Um, I know, and it's amazing. I, I look forward to games. I don't I don't worry about I still worry, but I don't... I remember with Scott Parker, sometimes I'd be like, oh, I've got to sit through another 90 minutes of <laughs> wanting to pull my hair out. But now I get, I'm just so excited. I'm constantly on my feet, just 
praising Willian for entireties of the matches. What a man he is. I mean, he's a better footballer yeah. at 34 than most of us were at 17, isn't he? No, precisely. Yeah. Um, he's, um, go on. Yeah. He, he's transformed. Uh, he, Mark Silver's fully transformed this team and he's proven so many fans wrong with so many of these signings. I mean, Willian was so, so many people were against Willian. I don't know if I saw anyone that was fully for Willian and he's, He's undroppable, totally undroppable. And we'd love to see Manor Solomon, for example, get a chance in this side. We'd love to see what he can show. But Willian and Bobby Reed are just both so good. And I think it gives the squad confidence that if you put in the performances, you can keep your place and therefore get a run of games in the team. But equally, we've got options off the bench that, you know, suddenly having nine substitutes, we can now fill the bench with confidence to a degree. Yeah, and I mean, when we've got, I mean, Tom Kearney played in every single game this season and he, he fits that role so perfectly. There's been so many games where he's he's come on and he's just taken control of the game and the way he holds it up is beautiful. I mean, we've got players like Dan James. I guess he's not had the best impacts off the bench at all times. Um, but just the fact that we've got these players at our disposal that we can bring on um, have substitutes and like you said the more options you have I mean it's competition as well the players know that if they need to keep performing if they want to keep their place in the team because I'm sure Harry Wilson and Manos Solomon would love to uh, start and the same with, with the competition between Tosin and Diop but I'm sure that they're pushing each other and that's another reason why we're doing so well Nice to have that squad depth I'm glad you mentioned uh, Tom Kearney um the the man of the moment, and he now has a new song, which we're hoping to hear on, on Monday night. Indeed, my spirits have never been higher than when you made JT retire. Um, the other sensational lyric from that wonderful song by Almondroid, uh, which was, come on, now you've had the best of me, let's go and win the Conference League. I mean, extraordinary uh, rhyming ability, if 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 not some, some questionable singing. But um, Tom Kenny is coming up towards a testimonial at Fulham and he's playing some of the best football I've seen him play in a, in a long time, in this role, as you identified, that suits him so well, Joe. Yeah, I mean, he is. He just looks like a luxury footballer. He's he's one of them ones with uh, like Ream, where he just seems to be defying his age and aging like fine wine. I guess is the saying. Um, but yeah, he's he's doing so well, and I I just he deserves all the praise that he's receiving, really. But we keep the ball much better with him in the or on the pitch, don't we? You're reassured. No, that's what I think. Yeah, you're reassured when he comes on. Because he'll give you 5% more possession. Um, and if his legs don't carry him all the way around the pitch, I mean, I did think he was going to score in the game against um, the boys from the other side of Fulham. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there was a moment where it opened up for him and I thought it had been perfect for him just to caress one. And I think that he went for power and it got blocked. Um, but I- I'm just so pleased to see some of these stalwarts that you've mentioned, Ream, um, uh, Dickled over Reed uh, and and Kearney really flourishing um, in the Premier League. Right, I need to. Well, and, and we haven't quite touched on it. What do you make of Spurs? Antonio Conte. There'll be a reunion with Ryan Sessegnon uh, on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what, what, what do you see? Well, we're obviously looking from the outside at, at, at Tottenham. What's your view on Tottenham at the moment? They look beatable. They look beatable. I mean, some of the players' performances have been disappointing, to say the least. I mean, Hyunmin Son, for example, this season hasn't really been at his best. Um, I saw, I'm, I'm not sure what the status is of it at the moment, but I saw that Kulosevsky is a doubt for the game. Um, I saw in a press conference, Conte said that they were needing to assess his fitness or something following the last game. Um, but he, I think Kulosevsky is a real threat. Obviously, Harry Kane goes without saying that he's a threat. He's put him in any position. He knows exactly where the goal is. I always think that that's amazing, a part of his game. Um, Conte, he just, in my opinion, seems like he's getting sick of it. He, I think I think the job of Spurs manager is just too big of a job to take on, to be honest. Well, you do have to manage, work with Daniel Levy, which, you know, it's not, on no, no one's idea of a good time, is it? So, um, and if you've met any Tottenham fans, they do think they have a divine right to uh, win win things, which is interesting because they haven't won a major domestic trophy since television was in black and white. Uh, and indeed, no, and I actually, um, I had the joy of witnessing Spurs actually win the Audi Cup, which everyone jokes so much about. <laughs> that was in Singapore, so I was I was witness to Spurs winning the. Um, so you you were one of the few Audi people Cup. who's actually seen Tottenham win a trophy. Is that correct? Yeah, I am. I am uh, one of those few people. Excellent, excellent. Right, let's um move it on slightly then. Uh, team selection. We we touched on it. It's a bit more difficult than it was at the start of the season. What what team would you be selecting to take on Tottenham, Joe? So I would probably go for same as last week, except take out Kazawa for Robinson. I mean, I just think they're all undroppable. In my opinion, I I prefer at the moment, I prefer Diop to Tosin. I think I think both are good options. I think that's the toughest debate that we've got at the moment uh, in terms of team selection. I think that because um, Marcus Silva seems to swap them with without much uh, reason, because one of them will have a good game and then the next next game they won't be in the team sheet. I assume it's I like tactical. That... I assume it's for the strength yeah. of the opposition. Yeah, you'd think so because, and I mean, I trust whatever Marcus Silva does is I'm going to trust him that that was the right decision to make. But apart from Robinson for Kazawa, I, I wouldn't change a thing. I mean, I'd swap Bobby Reed and Willian back to their the sides that they usually play on because I think he had Reed on the on the uh, left, didn't he? To help I think out that was Kazawa more. Yeah, I think that's more because of Newcastle down the right. Yeah, yeah. So I'd swap, I'd swap uh, Reed and Willian back, and then get Robinson in for for Kazawa. Yeah, so just that one change then. Yeah, no, I mean, the consistency of selection is is good and we benefit from just having had that little break, an eight-day break um, between these fixtures after a real run mm-hmm. of, um, uh, of fixtures earlier in, in January. Um, so everybody should be refreshed. Um, and then I come to the, to the age-old question, Joe. What's the score going to be? The score... Will be, I'm going to say, 2-1 to Fulham. Okay, and are you going to tell me who's going to hit the net, or is that a bit too... Yeah, 2-1 to Fulham, and we're going to see a Mitrovic double. 
He's going right, to get a penalty man. and he's going to score the penalty, I think. He's going to take the penalty and score the penalty. I think well, he'll take the penalty now, and now, score the penalty. Now I have to ask you how much alcohol you consumed before joining <laughs> us on this podcast. Yeah, see, I'm, I am in the side of thinking that Mitrovic should be taken off penalties, but I don't think he will be. I think that's, it's too big of a thing to take Mitro off penalties. You, that man is not going to be... Not going to be easily told that he's not allowed. I was to going to say, yeah, anymore. like it's something you get someone else to tell him, isn't it? Rather than yourself. No. Yeah, yeah it's uh, Abukar Kamara springs to mind. Oh, that? don't. I think, I think don't. It was against was it against Huddersfield. I, I'm not. Yeah, that's really... right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we all know what happened after that. Mitrovic scored the winner in the end, though. Saved it. Yeah, yeah, no, indeed. And uh, look, oh, I'm a huge Alexander Mitrovic fan, and I think he was very unlucky. Uh, at St James's Park last week. For one thing, there was some scuffing up of the penalty spot going on. And for another, there were multiple instances of encroachment into the box by the Newcastle players. But, you know, it's only the Premier League and we don't, we only have video assistant referees. They're not expected to see everything or act on everything, are they? You know, mm. there we are. Um, so I'm a little bit more circumspect about, about this. I... I you know, I've got a lot of time for Antonio Conte. He's a very good manager. He's obviously experiencing some some dreadful personal tragedies in the last sort of six to twelve months. And I'm sort of looking at Tottenham, and I'm thinking they can't keep being this dreadful. Um, so so I, I would go. I, I'd be going back to my my tried and trusted one-one draw. But I, do, you know, I'm very happy to be wrong. Um, and Fulham are, are proving me wrong. In a good way, uh, in much of this season. Um, so, so Joe, let, let's just finish then with uh, where people can 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 find you. Can we can we share your social media? Are you all right with that? Yeah, that's totally fine. Um, What's your Twitter? My Twitter handle? is Joe underscore Gunning. Excellent. And that's G U double N I N G. Yeah, like we're gunning for Tottenham tomorrow. We're gunning um, for glory. Yeah. We, yes, we are. We're gunning for Europe. Um, and that just seems such a strangely preposterous way um, to finish what has been a very enjoyable chat, a little bit briefer than the normal, but we wanted to get something out for everybody to enjoy uh, ahead of Monday night's match. Uh, thank you, Joe, for, for coming on and, and, and having a chat, and we'll chat again soon. And if you are a Cardiff or Welsh-based Fulham fan, I know there's plenty of you out there then do get in touch with Joe via Twitter or even via the comments section of our website. Um, and hopefully he won't be so lonely cheering on all those brilliant yeah, get goals. Get a little supporters group going. That's it. All those brilliant goals we're going to score in the second half of this season um, because I think it's going to be very enjoyable indeed. Joe, thanks so much for, for talking to us tonight. Yep, thank you for having me, Dan. Absolute pleasure, my friend. And with that, um, I just want to wish both uh, Fulham's women, who are in action at Aylesford uh, this weekend, and uh, Fulham's under-21s, who are playing that team who shall not be mentioned, that have been sanctioned and playing blue uh, at Monster Park also this weekend. The very best of luck in their respective um, fixtures. And... Hopefully we'll see you all at Craven Cottage on Monday night. Thank you so much for all your support for both the podcast and the website. And come on, you whites. <laughs>